Hey, what's up, guys and gals? If you listen to the show much, you might have heard me recently announce we will be on every other week. So if you're hearing this right now, you might be shocked this is not every other week, but this is not every other episode. I will uh, share more about the change of this episode. It's going to be a little bit different spin tonight, a little bit different show. So uh, we'll let that happen at the beginning of the show, and we'll tell you then. Until then, tonight's Gravity Lab Radio has been brought to you by the Rating Center. The Rating Center, we are a full-time rating school. We offer coach courses, AFF courses, tandem courses. If you want to get those ratings, hit us up, let us know. We also offer basic canopy courses and canopy coaching advanced all the way up to whatever it is you really want to do with a parachute. But uh, safety day is coming. And once again, the rating center, we're going to put on safety day. It's It's been like a super difficult thought for me because in Spaceland Houston, where, where I'm based out of and where we do safety day out of, we, we, we broadcast it every year. And we, or at least we have for about three or four years now, but the, uh, the packing room gets crowded and we're trying to avoid crowded people and spaces and whatnot. And so with COVID, I just said, man, the easiest thing for us to do is to dedicate our manpower to making sure we put on a better audio video production. So we're going to be doing it in a private room at Spaceland Houston. They're giving us full use of their classroom for safety day. We will air safety day live, all your normal seminars. We're adding one extra special one this year. I really love it. It's one we've done here and there before, but I think this year it's more most appropriate and we'll announce more about it later. Check out the rating center, Facebook page, the rating, uh, rating center with a Facebook page. <laughs> I can't talk tonight. Um, it is uh, going to have those live feeds. That's where we're going to air safety day. And that is where we'll leave it up for the next year to uh, come before we pull it back down. Check it out. Go to our website, theratingcenter.com. You're in the winter right now. Your season's about to start back up. Come on down to the rating center. Come on down to Houston, Texas. Have a good time with us. Get your rating. Learn and love from some of the best people I know in the world. They love their job. They have a passion for what they do, and uh, we really want to help you help your student. Give us a holler. Give us a call. Facebook, Instagram, theratingcenter.com. Let us know, and uh, we'll see you soon. Uh, Till then, enjoy whatever tonight is yeah. hello okay you're recording yeah hey okay so you're wondering what it's going to be like and uh what we're doing yeah and Usually when DJ comes in and does a recording, he does it for something that he wants specific. Oh, you've been skydiving. Right. Where'd you, where'd you come in front? What'd you do? Blah, blah. And he usually keeps it on topic. Yeah. Which means he'll start off the story and then you'll start drifting away telling he'll a story and he'll in. bring it back. The object of mine is to not bring it back. I like that. Okay. So, uh, we'll find that's something. How my, that's how my brain works, typically. <laughs> yeah, and that's how mine works. Yeah. And that's funny because how many times have you listened to a podcast and the, the host keeps bringing them back? Yeah. Right? So my idea behind it was, what happens if we don't bring them back? And yep. we get all this interesting story and and For sure. discussing and stuff that... Uh, I really noticed some people will start telling stories and get really into their story, and then yeah. DJ brings them back. Yeah. And it's like, I want to hear the rest of that. Yep. So that's what this is all about. Okay, cool. Okay. Um, I haven't thought about how I'm going to start that process. Yeah. So this is kind of how it's going to work. Cool. Where were you born? Me? Uh, I, w- I was born in Massachusetts, but... Uh, Grew up in Colorado. 
So we're at Massachusetts? Uh, suburb of Boston. How long were you there? Till I was like five. Five? Yeah. Okay. I can relate to that. Okay. We're, we're in uh, Colorado. Uh, suburb of Denver. Yeah? Yeah. And how long were you there? Uh, until I was... I was there for about 22 years. Okay. Yeah. So that's where you went to school then? Yeah, that's where I went to school and all that, yeah. High school? Yep. Uh, college? No college. No college. Yeah. I didn't know what I wanted to do in my life, and I, so I didn't go, yeah. <laughs> what, what did you do in high school? Uh, I mean, for fun. I, I mean, obviously, you went. Oh, for fun. Oh, I, I was into snowboarding. You so, were? Yeah. Were you good at it? Oh, I was, I was all right. I mean, I enjoyed it. It wasn't like I competed or I was like had sponsors or anything like that, but I just did it for fun on the, on the weekends and whatnot. So it was school... And then snowboarding on the weekends, and yep. then snowboarding, skateboarding, hanging out with friends—you know, typical the interscholastic sports. No, you didn't do any of that. No, you were you were just I was I was just yeah a little punk kid. <laughs> 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 yeah, so skateboard and snowboarding. Yep, that's awesome. Yeah, it was fun. Where, where did you go from Colorado? Um, I actually came out here to Texas. Where we're at in Texas. Houston. Really? Yeah. yeah. When you were how old? Uh, 27. So, yeah. 20, yeah, 27. So, yeah. I, yeah, I, I literally came out here for Spaceland, which nope. is cool. I, I, I came out here in 2010 with a girl I was dating. Her family lived out here. Uh-huh. So, we, visit, we were visiting from Colorado, and I was like, I had my license, and I was just jumping for fun in when, the sport. When did you start jumping? 2009. How old were you? 22. So you were been jumping for five years. Yep. You have any ratings or are you just fun jumping? I was just fun jumping. Yep. Just fun jumping. I came out here in 2010 and I told my girlfriend, I was like, there's this really cool drop zone I heard about called Sky Space in Houston. When we're out visiting your parents, I just want to go drop by and do a, a jump or two. So I did that and everyone was so awesome there and just like welcoming and you you felt like you were at home so I, I just did one or two jumps yeah and then went back to Colorado and I always just had Spaceland Houston in the back of my mind over those years and then uh in 2014 I was like you know what I'm gonna go down there <laughs> see if I can just get a job down there uh-huh. so I came down started jumping met everyone everyone was awesome and welcoming again and then uh I just started fun jumping there and then I met DJ actually and I ended up getting my coach rating with him and up getting my tandem rating with him, my AFF rating. Nice. And all that. Yeah. So I feel like, like I started skydiving in Colorado, but I really feel like I didn't learn to skydive until I came out here. I, like there's just so much more stuff that I. Well, prior to getting your instructor rating, what were you doing for a living? Uh, I was just work, working construction and then uh, doing security installations like CCTV and alarm systems and that. Wiring guy. Yep. Hardware guy or low low voltage. Yeah. 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 Yep. But uh, and that paid for your skydiving. Uh, yeah. I mean, it w- it wasn't like I was jumping all the time. I'd go on the weekends and do, you know, four jumps. That's <laughs> all I could really afford every weekend, and I'd try and go on a Saturday or Sunday, do two to four jumps and. Yeah, that was that. Did you have your own place? Uh, yeah, I had an apartment. Yep. 
You and your girlfriend? Uh, uh, yeah, we sh- we had an apartment together. Yeah. So did she come down here? No, we this we were already broken up like huh. for years when I decided to come down here. So yeah, and so that was just kind of a thing on my own that I always just I don't know had in the back of my mind like the place was so great I needed I needed I don't know someone was telling me I needed to come back here. <laughs> who, who was it? Huh? Who was it that told you to come back? No, my myself. Your head? Uh, yeah, my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the voices. <laughs> <laughs> and I understand because that's how it happened. To yeah. Me too. Only I think it was Steve that told me to come back. Yeah. But <laughs> irrelevant. When you you got all your ratings here. Yep. Where did you go from here? Um, from here, I mean, I worked out here for a few years, and then I bounced around at some other skydiving centers. And uh, I already have my my private pilot's license. I got I ended up getting that in Colorado back in 2011. Um, okay. But I was kind of like, I got I got my private, and then I was talking to other people about, man, I think I want to do this like a career change and get my ratings for that. And some I was working at some guy's house, and he was a corporate pilot. He was playing like on a flight simulator. I was like, oh, that's awesome. I just got my private, blah, 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 blah. And he's like, what are you going to do? That? I was like, man, I'd, I'd really like to like make a career change and go there. He's like, he kind of talked me out of it. He's like, don't do it. And like, don't be a pilot. Yeah. He's like, you're, you're going to hate it. Blah, 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 blah. And I was like, oh man, maybe. And I didn't know much about, you know, Yeah. I didn't know many people or have any mentors in aviation. So I was like, oh man, this guy's probably right. This isn't the right path. What, what got you into wanting to fly? I've just, I've always been fascinated with it since I was a kid, but yeah, no one in my family is in aviation or skydives, but I just always thought it was really interesting and it'd be fun. This, this cracks me up because like you go and do stuff that you want to do. Yeah. And there has to be something to be said for that. The, the, that independent spirit. Yeah. That I'm pulling up roots. I'm pulling up roots and I'm taking it down and doing something else. Got your private pilot because you were interested in flying. Mm-hmm. Got talked out by a corporate pilot. Yep. And how was he like an old corporate? No, pilot? Uh, he seemed. He had he was, time to get tainted. He was. He was probably in like his mid forties, I'd say. Like, but uh, he was just like, yeah, you're. You're. It, he talked me out of it. Yeah, you're not gonna like it. And so I, I get out here and I get all my ratings and I'm working and. uh I ended up telling uh, the manager at the time, I was talking with him, uh, Jason, and he was saying, I told him I had my private. He's like, oh, you do? Man, he's like, what are you doing? Why don't why don't you get the rest of your ratings? You can be a jump pilot and go for, on from there, and there's so much you can do. So him and uh, Alex Pincus yeah. uh, talked me in it and got me flying, it, like told me to get current again and all that, and they kind of were helped mentor me along the way. Cool. Um, you did have a mentor. Yeah. And they were jump pilots. Yeah, exactly. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> and yeah, they were the ones who really like, yeah, put it in my head. Like you, you can really do this and it's fun. Like you, you'll, you will enjoy it. So, so how many hours do you have now? Uh, 700, I have it in my logbook, like seven, seven, something. Eight, seven, 800. Yeah. Somewhere in there. Yep. So do you consider yourself there? As in, Be- because every pilot goes, well, once I get my private pilot, then I'm going to be a pilot. And then you find out once you have your private pilot, well, once I get my instrument, yeah, then I'll be there. Yeah, you're all commercial. The, yeah, the crazy thing in aviation, yeah, it's like 
I feel, well, at least I'm and where I'm at and maybe, I don't know, it feels the same with you, but you're always learning and you're, there's always a, another step, another milestone, I feel like, which is kind of, I, I enjoy that. Um, so I don't feel like I'm there, but I feel like I, I've made like a, a big milestone, I guess, as in getting a, a decent job as a <laughs> pilot, you know, like, I, I love the fact <laughs> you're calling flying skydivers a decent job. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm saying like, this is a, this is a great opportunity. Like I didn't think that it would come this fast for me. So, yeah. um, I have my CFI and I th- was going to plan on doing that for a while, but I'd much rather. What's a CFI? Uh, Flight instructor. Certified flight Certified instructor. Certified flight instructor, yep. And did you do much of that? Um, not much. Some some uh flight reviews and whatnot, but some help some friends out with ground stuff. But no primary instruction. No. Like uh, a couple discovery flights, but yeah. I, and I didn't want to really take on any students. My focus was more on uh doing the jump pilot thing, which I'm super excited about. You you still skydive? Yeah. You still do tandems? Tandems. I haven't been doing any STP here, um, but tandems and video. Okay. Yeah. STP skydiver training program. Yep. Okay. I'm just gonna throw yeah. that. Oh in yeah, every, definitely. Some people know. Every, yeah. every once in a while, just yeah. I, I'm trying to keep my mind on on that part of it also. Okay, so you're still a skydiving instructor. Yep. You're still a tandem instructor. Did you ever do video? Yep, I do video as well. I've been shooting it out there. Yeah. Okay, so you pretty much have done it all. In yeah. the skydiving side of it. Uh, free fly. Yep. Wingsuit? No. No wingsuit. Me no. either. <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> right here, right. <laughs> Honestly, I've had like some shoulder dislocations and surgeries and whatnot, and yeah. I'm just scared. I don't know, being in a... That position. Yeah, and I don't know. It's same with like base jumping. I don't want to do that because I'm terrified that I'm going to dislocate a shoulder and then... There you, I'm you, fucked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and I don't because I'm afraid of heights. Yeah. <laughs> well, there <laughs> so, you go. Yeah. So heck with that. Uh, let's see. So the, the reason I'm asking is I've kind of took the same progression. That okay. You I was a uh, skydiver first uh-huh. as a kid and then became a jump pilot. How does that translate over to you being a jump pilot now as opposed to a skydiver? And I'm, I'm phrasing it like this because I had a passion for skydiving. Yeah. I had a, it was a passion. And when I switched to being a pilot, that became my passion. That's exactly where I'm at right now. It's crazy that you say that. Cause I, obviously I, I, I love skydiving and all that. And I'm, I'm passionate about it, but aviation, like f- flying, I'm way more passionate about right now. Like I'm thinking about that so much more. I'm like, man, like, I don't know. It's just it, my, yeah, my mindset has changed for sure. So I'm, I'm more focused on the flying part and not maybe a little less interested, I guess, in the skydiving part of aspect of it. Really? Yeah. I know that. Feeling. Yeah. I know what you mean. But I'm like, I'm happy where I'm at. I'm, I don't yeah? feel like I'm missing out, not, uh, jumping like not at all because I'm, I'm where I want to be. Do, so. you have, do you have aspirations to do something else? Uh, I get, I'm going to get uh, 20, 20, you know, 2000 hours and then I'm, um, I don't know. I mean, I, I want to build my experience up. I'd like to definitely after I'm done, hopefully with the season, um, with Spaceland, hopefully I can like 
get checked out in the Twin Otter with you and get some multi time because I have my commercial multi as well. Perfect. Um, but I'd like to get a lot of experience and then I don't know. I think it'd be a. I think I would enjoy. A, I don't know. Maybe doing some one twenty one or one thirty five work. And you know um, people. You know, yeah. You know Jason. For, yeah. If nothing else. Yeah. I don't know if I want to go the corporate route though. That's one thirty five is the corporate. Well, route. not all. One twenty one is airlines. Yeah. So. Yeah. I know, but I'm I'm with you. I'd I'd like to have just a small airplane that an owner owns that is 135, and we have a certain clientele yeah. that we take care of. See, that'd be cool. I would love to to be able to get up to that yeah to that range. And that sounds like what you were liking too. Yeah, that would be awesome. The thing is, like the th- I guess one of the reasons why uh like the corporate flying r- for right now where I'm at kind of like turns me off is because. I know those guys are only flying like two, three hundred hours a year, which might sound like a lot for people who don't fly professionally, but I'd like to do more than that, you know, six to eight hundred and, and yeah. more, you know. This is what gets me, and I know you know about it, but in corporate flying, you cater to the customer, you mm-hmm. get them online, you get in your cockpit, you put in your destination. You take off, you hit autopilot, you sit around for a couple hours, then you undo the autopilot, you land, you cater to the customers, and then you sit around the FBO till they want to go back. Yeah. <laughs> that That is my interpretation of what corporate flying is. Yeah. What's skydiving flying like? Uh, skydiving flying, you're in the airplane as soon as you turn it on in the morning till the sun sets, basically. What kind of flying is it? Oh, it's, I mean... Uh, you're nonstop flying, like you're you're hand flying the whole time. So you're not just sitting there. You're you're focused. You have to definitely pay attention to what's going on, and you have there's a lot of things going on, you know. So what what, what was the challenge you had to come overcome? Um, what what was the hardest thing? The hardest thing. There you go. Oh, his mind's working right now. Yeah. His eyes are flickering back and <laughs> forth. You got to see him. <laughs> Um, well, really the whole, the, for me, because I'm coming from piston airplanes right? and I understand how the systems work and everything like that. And now I'm in a turbine airplane and the systems are, they're not completely different, but there's a lot of new things going on, a lot more buttons and stuff for people who like, don't like, know about like it what? and whatnot. I, just, just the starting procedure is completely yeah. different. And then, uh, emergency procedures, it's a little more complex, uh, system that's going on. And you need to watch for certain things and actually have to understand what's going on um, with the systems in case there's an emergency or whatnot. To be able How to, to think your to, way through Yeah, it. and to react quickly in, in the correct way so you don't kill everyone. <laughs> <laughs> and then twin engine is going to be twice as much fun. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So what are you flying right now? Uh, the Caravan, Cessna Caravan. Cessna Caravan, single engine. Single engine, yep. Uh, and it's just a normal normal caravan? Uh, this one has the Texas turbine conversion on it. So it's got the Honeywell the TPE 331 What's What's the JR. difference between the two? Um, so this one, uh, they're, well, they're both turbine engines, but the this one is a uh, fixed shaft, uh-huh. whereas like the PT-6 is a, has a free shaft on it. Okay. Um, so it's a, it's a little different. Prop spins you know, different direction, but, uh, everything is all corrected is all connected to one shaft. 
um, as, as opposed to, as opposed to uh, yeah, exactly on a PT6. Okay, so just a quick one. The original Caravan came with a PT6 engine. It was a Pratt and Whitney engine, and the engine uh, performs differently because it has a combustion area, and the exhaust actually turns the power, which turns the prop. Whereas the Garrett engine is a single shaft, so the um, combustion part of it directly relates and relays to the to the prop itself. Mm-hmm. So there's no there's no free spinning, and that's what he was talking about. Yeah. So there's a yeah there's a little bit of a different procedure for starting it compared to PT six. Um, but I mean that's the only turbine I've flown, so that's that's the only one I know. Obviously, I've you know learning about it and all that. You do your research and you learn about uh, the PT six and all that stuff. So. Yeah. But. So I understand you uh, you soloed. Yeah, I did on Sunday, thanks to you. <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah, we we went up on Sunday morning. I think uh, you flew with me three loads. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you grabbed your headset and got out of the plane, and you're like, don't do anything stupid. How'd that feel? <laughs> it felt really good. It did. And I felt really like confident, like I, not overconfident, but yeah. I, I felt like I was ready. And I knew that you trusted me to... And thought I was ready as well, so it gave me uh, some good encouragement, I guess. What, was it uh, any different flying without the two hundred my two hundred and fifty pounds? Up I there? feel like I could notice a little bit of a difference, um, but not like too too much. Okay. I don't know, maybe because I just don't have that much time. I I just asked because when I used when I have riders or when I was training in it, uh, that extra two hundred pounds up front, once it got out, it seemed like the nose, the front end was so light. Okay. Relative to when I had the extra weight. Like on takeoff? Yeah. Okay. I did notice that then. Yeah, it was wanting to come off a little bit sooner and I was half definitely having to keep that nose down a little bit. Um, so I I did notice that then, yeah. How many loads you get on your own? I did twenty one. 21 loads on your own. Yeah. So that's your current record. That's now. my record. And I, I know <laughs> it's going to go up, <laughs> but, but it was, it was a lot of fun. Nice. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. It was, yeah, I was super excited. So when are you flying again? Uh, well, weather, depending on the weather. Oh, um, I think I'm on tomorrow and Thursday. Is that, nice. is that I think so. Good. That means but, I got those days off. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. You need. Yeah. I need, I still needed that uh, that Google Calendar schedule or whatever. However you guys do it, I don't know how it's done, but okay. I'll, but I'll, yeah, yeah. I'll forward that over to you. Um, but yeah, the weather's looking iffy. Iffy. Not right. too good for tomorrow, and honestly, I don't think until like Sunday. But we'll see how. So what's it like making weather decisions? That's that's something new for you. Yeah, too. that's the probably the one of the most challenging parts of it because you, I haven't had to deal with it too much um, because I've been training with you guys and fortunately we've actually had a de- some decent weather. Yeah. Um, but I know what it's like because I'll see you know you guys out there and the uh, the skydivers and instructors like, why aren't we going? Come on, let's send it. Let's go. Blah blah blah. But right. Yeah, so that, that and, used to be you, though, right? Yeah, and the, and that's how that's how I am as a skydiver. I feel comfortable jumping in anything, right? And feel like yeah, I'll be I'll be fine because I have the experience. But also, it's not legal, 
right? Yeah. yeah. Especially for the pilot. Um, so there's, yeah, there's challenges with the clouds. And uh, it, it's one thing to be a skydiver and be responsible for yourself and do that risk assessment for yourself. Yeah. It's another to be a pilot. Oh, yeah. And be responsible for everybody that's on your load. Yeah. Regardless of experience level. Certainly. How does that, how does that responsibility feel? Um, or have you thought about it? Or do you even care? I, I, I absolutely, I do care. And, and I know like I, I am the PIC, so I'm, you know, I make the calls and call, I call the shots and yeah. I feel good about that because I'm not going to send something up that I think is going to jeopardize anyone's lives, you know? Have, in your 21 loads, was there anything sketchy? Anything that sticks out in your mind? Um, no. No, nobody went over the tail? No. Nobody? No, it's funny because you know how we'll kind of like bank it when the last people get out? Yeah. It's kind of funny just watching some of the exits as <laughs> as you go. And it's it keeps you entertained and helps you get through the day, I feel like. And not only that, but it also keeps track of people. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, and how they're flying. Yeah, like so... That. That that's a big thing too is yeah when you're uh when you're on descent you know you have to you have to know where all those skydivers are at where they went keeping track of them making sure you're staying out of that area for them because that would not be good. Nice, congratulations! Again, Thank you. Man. you. You've been doing a great job. You're one of my most excellent students that I've oh, had thanks. come through here. You're uh, really good at listening and and taking that information in mm-hmm. and working it. And I'm really proud to have Thanks. you on our team. And thank you for teaching me. I mean, you've uh, been a mentor for me as well. Even when I was previously working out here just as a skydiver, That's I could always come up to you and ask <laughs> you questions. And I was only a private pilot at the time, but you would you would gladly always answer any questions I had or tell me things. But I feel like in the past two months working with you and Jorge, you guys have taught me so much and it's... It's been awesome. So thank you for sure. And Jorge, yeah. No worries. No worries. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm glad you've gotten as far as you've gotten so far. Where, where are you headed for this season? Uh, uh, Skydive Twin Cities in Baldwin, Wisconsin. Ever been up there? Nope. <laughs> I've heard about it, but... <laughs> What'd you hear? I've heard it's a short runway. It's a grass strip. Yeah. Um, I heard it's beautiful up there, though. It is. It is. And it's it a is right busy now. operation. Yeah, and so, that means you're going to meet Carrie. Yeah, I've, I've heard great things. I uh, a couple of my buddies were telling me that he has a book that he wrote, and yeah, I want to read that. They say it's really interesting, and yeah, I've heard nothing but great things about Carrie. Yeah, you know what? You really should read that book. I think it's called Fairy Pilot. Yeah. Okay. Uh, read that book if you can get it yeah. before you go up there. Okay. Because what I've read of it, I haven't gotten all the way through it yet, but what I've read of it, it's Carrie. Yeah. It's Carrie telling stories. Yeah. And if you can read those stories, when you meet Carrie, I'll, you'll already know what yeah. he's like. Okay. Because he's a lot like the way he writes that book. Okay. Nice. So enjoy that. Yeah. One. He sounds like a really interesting guy. So I'm, I'm excited to meet him. So what's in what's in your future? I mean, we know where you're going this season, but what's next? Um, I don't know. Just, uh, I just, I want to get experience as a jump pilot, uh, build my time up and I don't, I don't have a, a real set plan, um, to where, where I want to go in aviation. Like I said, I, I don't know. I think, I mean, I have some friends that I've talked to that are airline pilots and they 
they're kind of convincing me to go that route. But, uh, I mean, I still have to build my time up. I need a lot more nighttime as well. So right now I'm definitely just focused on the, on flying jumpers and getting a lot of experience and with desert sand, I think I'm just excited about that. It, it, you know, it could go either direction. I've seen people come through here and do their jump piloting and go off. Mm-hmm. Uh, a friend of mine ended up going into corporate flying 135 and now she's uh uh, first officer at Southwest Airlines. Oh, nice. So, you know, the possibilities are yeah. go wherever you want. Of course, in order to get there, she had to get her BS degree. and Yeah. So, but I think you can do regionals with a, without a... Yeah, I don't think they're really... Uh, college ed. I don't think they're really requiring that anymore nowadays. Probably because they're so short, short on pilots. Yeah, well, and, and plus, like, with the whole pandemic and stuff, I don't... I mean, obviously, I don't know what's going on in in the 135, 121 world. So, so you're in a great spot. I'm in then. a really good spot. I'm very fortunate that yeah. I'm here. So, it's uh, I'm ha- I'm happy to be here. Yeah, and I don't know, like when I get done with the summer season out there, I'm hoping I can still stick around, and um, you guys will have work for me around here. You know? Oh yeah. Okay, that's, good. That that's totally gonna happen. Oh, that's what I want. One way or another. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, okay, so. We we got through where you came from. We yep. got to where you're at. What do you do for fun? For fun, um, nothing real exciting. Um, you know, I'll, I'll watch movies on Netflix, TV shows at home, hang out with friends. You still skateboarding? No, don't I don't skateboard anymore. I went snowboarding last year for the first time in like ten years, and oh my god, I had such a blast. So, um, gonna be planning a trip with my buddy. I think next year, so like February next year. Yeah. Um, a snowboarding trip, do like a, a nice week. Um, Colorado. No, I think we're gonna do it in California um, at Mammoth, and I've never been there, so I think it'll be a lot of fun. <laughs> so yeah, I, I guess for fun, that's what I do. I, I enjoy traveling a lot. Obviously, I haven't done any traveling the past year really. Actually, the last trip I did was last. February I was I went to Japan and I snowboarded out there and that was like right as the pandemic was kind of starting and we weren't really sure what was going on and I get back home from Japan and that's when they're like oh yeah this is a serious thing and then the lockdown came in March and so just a I'm I'm just going to sidetrack to yeah. the Japan snowboarding yeah. by, by yourself? Oh uh, no I went with buddies. Yeah. We we planned a like a guys trip so there is a four of us total and uh we're like let's plan it because I, I, I like to do something for my birthday like every year okay and uh so i was like let's go let's go here we should do this and it was one of my other buddies it was his birthday is the same time around mine so we're like okay let's do it and two of our other buddies came and yeah we hung out in japan for like a week which wasn't enough time for sure really yeah i i want we only spent uh think three days in the mountains and the rest of the week we spent like in uh, like tokyo area okay but i'm not much of a city person you know i like to be out in nature and that type of stuff so next time i want to go out there again but i want to spend like a week or two in the mountains and just stay in the mountains because i don't know how do you like the city or your city guy no yeah i'm I'm like you yeah and i i never got it like 
even growing up, like I remember graduating high school and everyone wanted to move to the city. And I'm like, what? Why? That's so stupid. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm all about yeah. let's let's get, see how far away from civilization yes. I can get and people and the craziness. Yep. Yeah, I'm with you. Cool. So when you go, keep me in mind for sure. Because have you ever skied or snowboarded? Uh, ski. I'm. Oh, nice. I'm. I'm good. Really good at skiing. Snowboarding. Well, you can ski. I, yeah. I had one experience. Yeah. And oh, I hurt for a week after that day. Yeah. <laughs> after one day um yeah my first time snowboarding i was like 12 years old and this was like before helmets were really like a thing that people would wear skiing or snowboarding yeah and so i'm learning and i'm just you know it's it's really difficult to uh, to learn on your toe edge right you just eat crap all the time yeah so that was what was happening to me the whole day and i was just smacking my head and just knocking it around At the end of the day we're walking to the to the car and I just start crying because my head hurts so bad. I for sure had a concussion. It's just the worst headache in my life. And you're oh yeah, twelve, twelve years old. And then uh, after that, obviously, I got a helmet, and that's when I got into it. Started our the cool thing was our school had a uh, a ski club. Okay. So every uh, during the winter, every uh, Saturday, you'd hop, you'd meet at the school like early in the morning, like five a.m. Um, one of those like school buses, like a Greyhound type school bus, right? Um, Greyhound type bus, not school bus, but we'd get on that and you'd dr- it'd drive you up to the mountains and, uh, they'd go to like different resorts every weekend. It's like an hour and a half drive and you'd ski or snowboard all day. And then your parents would pick you back up at school around like eight or 9 PM. It was a lot of fun. That's rough. <laughs> yeah. That's rough. Can you, what, could you imagine what they do in Texas? Yeah. We take you fishing. <laughs> Or to like a dairy farm or a something. A dairy farm. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a favorite resort up there? Uh, my favorite was Breckenridge. Yeah, yeah. I I just I I love the the town there and the mountain is awesome too. So, but they're all great out there. Have you uh, have you done any skiing out there? Yeah, uh, had a friend Mike Nay who used to be on uh, Deguayo mm-hmm. uh, back in the day, and he had a place up there. And so we'd go up, and he lived in Breckenridge. He had a house up there, or condo, whatever. Nice. Uh, so we'd go up there and then get a pass on all the mountains, and then we'd just we'd go mountain yep. hop. That's awesome, yeah. Did you, did you ever do any night skiing? I don't remember night skiing. That sounds like something that I would remember. Yeah, they do it uh, at Keystone, which is like next to Breckenridge. I'm sure yeah. you, you skied there. Keystone, but, uh, Copper Mountain, yep, uh, Copper. Breckenridge. I'm trying to think of all the, the yeah. resorts that are right there. Yeah. A Basin. Yeah, A right Basin there. was the other one. Yep. So, uh, yeah, the night skiing, that was kind of fun. What what uh, Mike got me into were the mini skis. Oh, I remember those. So those are like early 2000s. Yeah. Yeah, I that, remember when those came me. out. Yeah. <laughs> That we was we started thing. on long skis, and yeah. I was uh, I was doing three sixties on the long skis, and he yeah. says, "You think you like that? Here, put these on." Yeah, and it was like going from, uh, let's see, how am I gonna how am I gonna describe it? Going from a long ski to a short ski, like uh, being in a truck and going to a sports car. Yeah, they it, look almost like like rollerblades for skis. You know, it. it's crazy. Yeah, it was, it was rollerblades <laughs> for skiing. Yeah, and we'd go through trees, and I would just it would 
yeah. real maneuverable. Nice. So I had a, it. So my mini skis were a lot like your snowboarding. Yeah. To me. Yeah. To me, that's the way it worked out. Nice. Yeah, I don't even like because when I started skydiving, I, that's when I stopped ski, snowboarding because it's skydiving is such an expensive hobby to have. True that. That I was like, all right, I feel like I can't really. I want. I want to focus more of my time and attention and money on skydiving, so I sold all my snowboarding gear but i'm so glad i went last year because it i was missing it for sure and i didn't realize it until you went yeah and i it was like riding a bike too i hopped right on i was like oh this is so nice it feels so natural and uh yeah and i I, so it made me want to because i was just got rental gear out there but it made me want to buy my own board and all that again which i probably will end up doing but i like all the the technology in snowboarding has changed just in those 10 years you know like, really so i don't even know what what i should get or you know what what technology there's the board designs have changed on some of them there's i was looking they have like a they have this board that splits into skis like a snowboard i swear yeah so i don't i don't know because I, I don't follow with any up on any of that stuff anymore yeah so I don't know. I'll have to talk to my buddies that are still into it and see. They'll point me in the right direction what to get. Because I'm not into like the terrain park or any of that stuff anymore. That's I can't afford to mess myself up. Right. <laughs> it, and you you don't uh, heal like you did. When yeah. You're exactly. Yeah. We were talking the other day. I'm like, I'm 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 only 34, but I was telling you, I was like, man, I'm already feeling like <laughs> aches and pains and stuff. It's <laughs> another reason why I'm glad I'm not. Uh, I'm focused on flying more than skydiving because it does take a toll on your body. Yeah. About so. 40s is when yeah. I found out that I wasn't rubber and bulletproof <laughs> anymore and it took a long time to heal. Yeah. And that's what I did is I, I, well, Steve said, I told him I need to go back into the real world because I'm 40. I may make 60 and I need to do something for yep. retirement. And he says, well, get your pilot's license. You, you already fly. Mm-hmm best best decision i ever made nice yeah and it it sounds like that's how it's going to work out for you too yeah because think like oh one of the reasons why i wanted to work in skydiving is because it feels like i'm not working right right and and i feel the same way with with flying with aviation feels like i'm not working because i i'm passionate about it and enjoy it everybody should have that right yeah i'm just saying yeah it's true so I don't know. I feel very fortunate. You got any family? Yeah. Where at? Uh, some of them live in Colorado. Some of them live in Nebraska. Mom and dad? Yep. My uh, mom lives in Nebraska and my two sisters and my brother, my two brothers and my dad live in Colorado. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> so they're split up. <laughs> and I'm in Texas. <laughs> which, ones, which ones do you relate to? Brothers or sisters? Um... My my younger brother uh, and my uh, my sisters, my youngest sister too. Um, we probably talk the most, but I mean, we all get along. But yeah, my probably my youngest sister, we talk the most. What does she do? She does something for a bank. I don't really know. <laughs> <laughs> you guys know. talk a lot. Uh, yeah, but I don't talk about that. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just yeah. I don't know. We just shoot the shit and yeah catch up see how everything's going how about your brothers you know what anybody in your family does uh yeah <laughs> my well my youngest brother he's uh he'll be 21 this year so he's a youngster so he does hvac 
and uh, what's HVAC? Uh, heating, ventilation, and air conditioning. So oh, oh HVAC, yeah. HVAC, okay. yeah. And then my uh, older brother, he works for a security installation company. I had to get a little something to drink. Nice. <laughs> How you doing? Are you doing? No, I'm fine. Okay. Yeah, thank you. Uh, mom and dad still work? Uh, yeah, insurance. Both of them are in insurance. Really? Is that what they've done the whole time? Uh, no, they, uh, they. So my mom worked for uh, Lehman Brothers before the whole recession happened. Uh, the housing collapse in 2007, 2008, and yeah. that's when she lost her job. And yeah, that was like a huge hit. So uh, somehow she wound up in Nebraska. I don't know, but yeah, now she's out there. And when, uh, from, she, Cal- uh, from Colorado. Colorado. Yep. Yep. And then uh, kind of same thing with my dad. He was in uh, construction and when the whole recession happened as well, um, that uh, put his business to a halt. So yeah, he had to go. So he had his own business. Yeah. Yep, but Ooh, that, sucks. that sucks, I know. So, and then, yeah, he decided to figure something else out, something new, something different. And uh, he's been doing the insurance game. So, yeah. Is that who you get your insurance from? You get no. it from your family? No. You don't? No. You got, I, you I'm got. like, Mom, you, I'm like, Mom, put, get, put me on your health insurance. She's like, I wish I could. She barely gets a discount, she said. Oh. Like, man. But, yeah, so... I wish. Man, health insurance is so expensive. Right? I wish, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we got DJ producing the show and he's sitting over at the over at the table. What's up? Am I on here? Yeah. Hear okay, yeah. cool. How Hold doing, on. Dude? I have too many headphones on right now. Let me turn this other one down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm doing good, man. I'm just kicking back. Oh, my head. Okay, I barely. There we go. Uh-huh. Uh, I actually did the ad for the show before tonight and told everybody, uh, I'm not telling you what tonight's guest is because you're just going to figure out what the show is. Uh-huh. Nice. And so my job is back here to really produce. I have you guys just loud enough to know I need to pay attention or not. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then in this, I'm working on programs. So. Oh. Nice. So he's staying busy over there. Nice. I'm just goofing off. Nice. Doing your thing. I'm, I'm jamming to the weekend and working on a PowerPoint project. Oh, nice. So that's where I'm at. I, I love that it's it's multi. <laughs> he's yeah. multiversed in the whole thing. Yeah. He, he freaking talked me into. You know what? You've been talking about starting down the rabbit hole podcast for a while. <laughs> I'll stay here for a second. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, keep going. I'm still oh. going to stay with you for a second. Oh, okay. Chase, <laughs> I got to correct you. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> no, I'm Have kidding. You, that, that's just about right. Uh, I came to DJ and said, I, I, I really like your Gravity Labs radio podcast. Yeah. And, and I have this idea that I told you about earlier about how I wanted to go down the rabbit hole. Yeah. And so we sat in here a few times and talked about it. Well, you need to get this started. need to get that started. And... All of this here, we've gone to lunch on this. We've gone to yeah. dinner on this. We've talked to the drop zone about this. And so now it's well, what it came down to. And he brought it up. He says, it sounds like you're having a problem with execution. Yeah. You know, you need to just step up and come do this. Right. And I was like, well, let me think of a guest. And the first person I thought of was you. Nice. Because you're really easy to talk to. Yeah. From my side. Yeah. And. Everybody's got a story, right? I Even guess. you. Yeah. I want to show you something funny that I had a video, a video recorded of me because we're going down the rabbit hole kind of. Yeah. But 
I just want to know what you think of this. Okay. You can so just explain it to the he's to the listeners if you want. He, he's this breaking is what out I, his phone. This is, this is what I like to do at my house for fun. So he's got the phone. He's got... What That's the slow-mo. heck is that? Oh, it's fire. Okay. Hold on. He's got... <laughs> he is lighting... Oh my God! <laughs> He's lighting his fart on fire. <laughs> oh, DJ, you got to hold on, dude. DJ's it's in see this. it's in slow mo. It's in slow motion, and uh, you remember when the um, I'm the immature man who has seen this plenty yeah. of times in my yeah, life. Oh, no, well, I mean, this in general, this is a fun hobby. When, oh yeah, <laughs> when the starship landed <laughs> and and the flames and it blew yeah. up. That's a good yeah. one. It was the same kind of <laughs> methane. Right? Yeah. It, because the starship's full of methane. It just showed me a methane fire up. That's how we're going to get to Have Mars. You, we're going to get to Mars on Adam's ass. ass. <laughs> That's probably one of my favorite things to do is light my farts on fire. <laughs> okay. All right. Where the hell did that come from? What? Oh, wait a minute. Are you staying with John Barry? Uh, I'm not staying with him, oh, but okay. uh, we're good friends. We've he's, lived together before. He's a bad influence. No on, on way. People. No. Uh, oh yeah. Where did you start learning how to light your farts on fire? Oh, this this comes from my ch- my youth, my childhood. My God. My, my dad taught me that. <laughs> For <laughs> I real. How to do this in junior high? For real. <laughs> really. And uh, oh my God. Yeah, I I just I love it. It's, I think it's the funniest thing, especially when you walk into a room with your friends sitting in there and they don't expect it, and you just <laughs> lay down and light it, and it's <laughs> 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 so loud too. <laughs> oh, oh man and in slow motion is they perfect. Had, yeah the slow motion one is awesome oh man i wish y'all could have seen it <laughs> it's funny no it's not you can't put it on the social media because uh that's it i had a friend that she was going to put it on her yeah. social media and she tried and they said something against their policy with uh self-harm or something like that self-harm yeah so <laughs> i'm no joke so i was like okay <laughs> But you can post a lot of other weird stuff on there, but I guess you can't light your farts on fire. You you up to date on social media? I'm I'm not real big on it too much. I'm I like to get on YouTube more um than like the Instagram or Facebook. I definitely I don't have a TikTok. I don't do that. I know that's like the big thing right now with yeah. with the kids, but I'm not uh what about you? Uh yeah, I've even done the TikTok. Oh, okay. I've got four facebook accounts Jeez. <laughs> wait what yeah i have my skydiver facebook account. okay i got my family facebook account nice uh and then i've got a dog yep lou he's got a facebook nice account. and then i've got uh clyde the adventure chicken nice <laughs> so i got a rubber chicken that i carry yeah. around and i take pictures of him and i post it on <laughs> facebook and you know and well now and i got the new dog yeah. Captain Jack. So Jack. I'm going to have five freaking Facebook accounts by the time How do you it's all keep done. up with it? <laughs> I don't. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's mostly for watching. Yeah. You know? Yep. And same thing with Instagram. Mm-hmm. YouTube. You said you're into YouTube. You watch or? I like to post? watch. Yeah. You- I like to, I like, I don't know. I love aviation. So there's a lot of aviation guys that I just like their content that they put on there. And it's basically just them flying, but it's just. It's just interesting. I don't know. A lot of stuff like that. There's this one guy that I follow uh, on YouTube, and he just... Who is it? His Well, this guy isn't an aviation guy. His name, I think it's Josh Weissman. 
but I think he lives in Austin, Texas, and he makes uh, his channel is he'll take like it's called Butt Better. Um, the, the <laughs> stuff that he does not. <laughs> What? No, this isn't anything bad. Um, it's called butt better. And what he does is, uh, let's say like Chick-fil-A. He's, he, he's a cook. So he like Chick-fil-A and back that so, ass off. <laughs> so he would, he would be like, he'd go to Chick-fil-A. He'd buy like a chicken sandwich. He's like, we're going to make this Chick-fil-A sandwich, but better at the house. And he makes these awesome, awesome, like uh-huh. uh, fast food dishes and like makes them way better. But I don't know. It's just interesting watching that, but. Oh, I watch some weird stuff on there. But but what else you got? Because this is awesome. Um, the, the reason I'm asking is I'm I watch YouTube a lot. Yeah, I think on my last podcast it was all about. Yeah. Well, I got this information because I watch so much at YouTube. Yeah. Uh, um. I mean, I'll, I'll watch like just like some of the late night uh host stuff on there in the morning because I don't I don't have a like cable TV or anything like that. So yeah. I'll I'll throw it on on my iPad in the morning when I'm making breakfast and. I, I love uh, Jimmy Kimmel. I think he's hilarious. He's my favorite late night guy. Yeah. So I watch I watch his stuff. Um, SNL skits on there. There's this weird. I don't know why I, it like popped up on my YouTube and I started following this guy. But his name's German in Venice. And it's this German dude that's lived in uh, Venice Beach, California, uh-huh. for years, and he just walks around filming stuff and talking to people and. I don't know. It's just it's just entertaining somehow. It's uh, relaxing just to watch and listen to him, and it's him doing really nothing, not much, but it's entertaining. He only has like he's not like huge on YouTube. He probably has like thirty or forty, maybe fifty thousand followers on there. But yeah, hold on. I'm shutting off my my watch. That dinging oh, that dinging noise <laughs> you're hearing is my stupid watch going off. Oh, you know what's bad? I don't know how to turn this damn thing off either. Smartwatch. <laughs> it's smarter than I am. Ah. <laughs> uh, okay, I know how to fix this. I know how to fix this. Watch this. I'm gonna take Can this. Can you turn watch it off? off? I'm gonna take this off and set it under my butt. Have you got a lighter? <laughs> I, I may want to fart here in a minute. It'll be on my, on my <laughs> pot. there. Now yep. the thing will be quiet. They you know they call it a, a Bunsen. A bun oh that, that when you like you like, yeah, a Bunsen. Bunsen. Bunsen, like a Bunsen burner, yeah, but it's yeah. It's what? It's natural gas, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> That's what you I've heard. I don't know. I've I've heard that you can like potentially hurt yourself doing that. I don't know if, if it sucks back up in you or something. I don't know. Could you imagine? Oh, dude, that would suck. <laughs> but, and then have a pocket on the inside. Whew. You get the... <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh yeah. I, got, I got a stomachache. Oh. <laughs> oh, that would... Yeah. You get... No, that's just messed up, dude. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> do you watch? Uh, are you on YouTube much, or what do you? Uh, I I like watch. I'm I'm like a science guy. Mm-hmm. Where where, um, Tesla. Oh yeah, I'm a big Elon Musk fan. Yeah. So uh, I get a lot of information about what's happening in the electric industry. There's this uh, podcast called My Ludicrous Future. Okay. And it has uh, Tim Dodd, the everyday astronaut, talking about SpaceX. It has uh, Ben Solon talking about uh, uh, Tesla and how that's going. And Answers with Joe, uh, Joe Scott, mm-hmm. is covering everything else. Nice. So those three podcasts in, in themselves, they all got together. I mean, uh, YouTube content creators. Yeah. They got together and created a podcast. 
Nice. And so I end up watching all three of them. And then My Ludicrous Future. Uh, have you ever checked out Smarter Every Day? Uh, I think I've heard of it. Ooh, give that one a shot. Yeah. It, just if learn you're, new, if, new if stuff. you're into... I like that stuff, yeah. Yeah. He's He's got some... Really good content. He's a smart. I think maybe, I think maybe John's showed yeah. that guy. To Rocket me. scientist. Yeah, dude. No, he's he's. I, that's one of my favorite channels. Yeah, yeah. I absolutely love him. Did you guys hear? Obviously, this was like a like last week, early last week, I think, or a week and a half ago. But the whole game stop stock thing. Yeah, and all that. Did, Did you get in on that? No, I was too late. It was one of those things where I I feel like you needed to know three weeks ago to get in on it and. So, so do you know how it happened? No, I don't know. I don't, so I'm not, I don't, I'm not in like involved with stocks or anything. I don't know much about it at all. Yeah. I was just on Reddit one day and saw it pop up and I was like, whoa, what is this going on? I started reading about it, something about shorting stocks or something like that. Yeah. Um, but I know some people made some, some money off of it. Yeah. Yeah. It, and it's funny. Somebody lost. Yeah, a lot of money. Who? Off of the the people. Oh that yeah. Were shorting. Yeah. The people that were. Sh- oh wanting yeah. To short the stocks, and they saw it go up. And yeah. They were betting that it was going to go down. Yeah, I saw like these hedge funds were going to lose like billions of dollars off of this. Yeah. Alone, and I don't under I don't really understand how the whole stock market works and all that, but it's it it, it is interesting, and it made me like want to kind of learn about it more. Um, but uh. Yeah, I saw there because I know there's a lot of people who, at least like in their 20s to maybe early 30s, that just use that Robinhood app, and they're just basically, basically, it looks like you're just gambling on there. You don't really know what you're doing. There's stocks. Yeah, there's stocks in a word right there. It's yeah, ga- it's gambling. Yeah, and so you're gambling that the the price of the stock's gonna go up. Yeah, and then there's a uh, there's a uh, that new uh, i don't know how it's i don't think it's that new the the cryptocurrency dogecoin but they're like trying to push that to go super high it, to like skyrocket it, it's funny because it's dogecoin right dogecoin D- dj is that the pronunciation Do- dogecoin i think it's dogecoin i think it's dogecoin as well but i don't know because i've always called it doggy coin yeah they have a little dog on the thing but i think it's dogecoin it's a dog e coin yeah right? doggy coin yeah, I don't know what it's really called. I don't know. I think you're right because yeah. you're like the third person that I've heard to say Doge. Dogecoin. Yeah. I'm like, oh, you mean it's not doggy coin? And then, uh, yeah, I I saw a, a headline today. Um, was it today or yesterday? Elon or Tesla like invested like 1.5 billion with a B. Yeah. 1.5 billion dollars into Bitcoin. Into Bitcoin. Dang. And it's funny because I I've got. I think I've got almost a half a Bitcoin. Dang. And I bought it at like eleven, twelve thousand dollars and it's up to it's skyrocketing. thirty eight, forty. It's like I thought it was two thousand. Yeah, I thought I saw it over forty thousand today. Yeah. It's like wow, this is a, it's crazy. So I don't have a lot of money into it. Yeah. But it's making me money. I probably yeah. I probably have on all the cryptocurrencies, maybe maybe ten thousand dollars. Okay. And my wallet's sitting at twenty two thousand dollars now. <laughs> That's and sweet. That, that was under six months. That's awesome. Just let it ride, ride the wave. Yeah, until it crashes. Yeah, then you're like, and then Fuck. I lose all of it, right? <laughs> so that's the thing. It's like, when do you get out? Like when you know when you're like, okay, like this, 
this is this is peak. This is where it's going to go. I need to pull out and then start investing in something else. And that's the gambling part. Yeah. Or the gambling game. Yeah. There have you seen that movie um not Wolf of Wall Street. That one's a great one. <laughs> but uh The Big Short. And I think it's kind of like yeah. what went on maybe um this is th- this is uh with what went on with the uh the housing collapse okay um in 2007 and this investor guy like shorted the i don't, I don't know the, how it all works market. the housing market and he made i think billions off of this but uh i think it's kind of similar to what they did maybe with gamestop i don't know yeah with gamestop a bunch of redditors got together I and started s- buying the stock yeah well the guy apparently the guy um that did the whole sh- uh short with uh the housing market yeah he was he was originally uh doing the same thing with gamestop and he was like this is going to be the, like the, the next, next thing, thing is what i is what i what i read and i don't know i thought i read that he maybe he he pulled out maybe because he didn't then he like realized maybe it wasn't gonna work out and then yeah there's some other guys some youtubers and then they went on reddit and put it on there and then it yeah blew up from there yeah well that's what happens when you get like 1.2 million people all doing yeah. the same thing in the stock market. Crazy. And I, I'm not for positive, but I think it was to screw over the hedge fund managers. Yeah, that's what it looked like. So it was Main Street firing up against Wall Street. Yeah. So you remember the whole <laughs> Occupy Wall Street movement from yeah a decade ago or however long it's been? Yep. Um, I think that this was those people getting together and going, this is how we can do it. Yeah. And they did. Yeah. It's cool. To the tune of $20 billion. Crazy. With a B. Yeah. Or more. A lot of money. And you're like, man, why can't I? All I need is just one of those Bs. I'll be <laughs> fine, right? <laughs> Shoot, I'd be, so I'd be happy with just half a mil. Right. Just give me a half a mil. That'd be I'm, great. I'm just going to set it over here and let it earn at 6% yeah. or four percent and exactly i'm good then we go get a king air we put it on a 135 certificate and we go fly whatever charter we want that would be awesome dude we're almost there yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh wait a minute we just need need a million dollars (laughs) god dang it maybe i need to get on reddit and find out what the next (laughs) next plow they're gonna right what's going on again i think it's a like Wall Street bets on uh, Reddit, the forum yep. on there. Oh, you even know what the what the forum is? Well, yeah, it was just it was popping up on the main page. Oh, okay. Over last week, so I was like, "Whoa, this is interesting," and it's I just think it's entertaining reading about that stuff. You, That's kind of stuff I'm into reading about. I, I don't read books. I just can't. I don't have the attention span to just sit there and read a whole book. I my mind will start to wander. Audio, I'm like, what did I just books, read? Audiobooks the same way? I haven't tried audiobooks. I've heard that those those are good. It still takes it still takes you sitting there and going, What is he saying? <laughs> and not going, Oh, look, squirrel. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. What was he saying? Yeah. Uh, crap. I'll read it. Yeah, Rewind if, it. If I'm not interested in it, I'll read the whole page and I'll be like, I don't even know what I just read because I was thinking of other stuff uh-huh. going on talking to the voices. <laughs> is is that how you got through the pilot's manuals? The pilot stuff actually I'm fascinated with it so it's it's easy. I'll read it and, and I'm stuck. like 
I enjoy it and I'm in, I'm so interested in it that it sticks, you know. So that so, so how much how much teaching are you willing to do with that? Um, I mean, you've got all this knowledge, you've got all this interest, you've read the books. Mm-hmm. What's it going to take to get you to impart that information onto somebody else? Oh, I mean, nothing. I'd love to. Yeah. Looking for somebody to mentor you? Huh? You want to? Men- yeah, you want to mentor another pilot? Uh, I, in in the caravan, or I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Uh, I think I would should get a little more experience flying it. What about but, the 172? Oh, yeah. I could do that. So if you had somebody that wanted to, needed an instructor. Yeah. I mean, you've got all this great info. It just, yeah. it would, I was just thinking it would suck to not pass it off. Oh, absolutely. Somebody. Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a whole reason why I got my CFI so I can do that and pass that knowledge down and help, you know, other aspiring people that want to get into aviation. So I, I've been helping out Aaron a little bit as well um, from the drop zone. That's where I was on going her ground with stuff. It. Oh yeah, yeah. I've been helping her. I actually ended up writing her a uh, <laughs> um, a letter recommendation for a scholarship. Okay. So she's hopefully. I hope she gets that. But yeah, she's. I think she's won a couple things already in uh, aviation, where where she's able like a free ground school or something like that that she's doing right now, which Sweet. is really cool. But yeah, so, I've been helping her out with that. So Aaron is one of the tandem masters at Spaceland. Yep. And her husband, Jorge, is one of the pilots that have been training you in the caravan. Yep. And she's decided to go for her pilot's license as well. Uh, the fun part about it is, is Jorge and uh, Aaron are both from Mexico. Yep. So there's the language side of it yeah. that they have to get over as well because you have to be able to speak, in, yeah, speak understand, write. You're already uh, learning a new language when you're learning to fly, you know, right. with like speaking and all that stuff. And they're having to battle both of those with English and the new... And terminology. Terminology, yeah. Yeah. So it's... How's, but, she, uh, how's she doing with it? She's doing good. And I, I sat down with her um, a couple weeks ago and we went over at an uncontrolled airport, what to do, what what are the things that we, you should be saying, you know, when you're on the ground, when you're taxiing, when you're taking off, when you're coming back into the pattern. So she wrote all that stuff down, and she's just been practicing that, and she's been d- using it when she's been uh, flight instruct- uh, flying with her flight instructor okay. out at Pearland. So. Well, you've had that interaction with her. How is she as far as learning? Like I said, with you, you really... Yeah. Take everything I say, absorb it, mm-hmm. and then use it. Is she I feel like she's thing? that same way, yeah, because it's just so interesting to her that uh, everything, and I'll ask her questions as well, kind of like stuff you do with me, Yeah, and she'll answer me, or if not, or if she doesn't get it quite right, I, I explain it to her, and then she's like, oh, and then it just makes a lot more sense. So, But she, yeah, she's doing great. She's going to be an awesome pilot. I mean, she's an amazing skydiver and yeah. examiner and all that. Like, it's... It's yeah, she's gonna go far with flying. I can see it. I can't wait to get her in the caravan. I know. And start working her now. <laughs> so awesome. <laughs> That'll be cool. Yeah. I wonder if she has to use like a little booster seat. <laughs> oh no, they they screw up. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. But I know there was, or maybe it's the back pad. I know some of the shorter, um, 
uh, pilots, they have like a back spacer to like keep them a little bit more forward or something. They're back on. I don't know what it is. Lumbar support. Yeah. But yeah, the underneath the seat because cranks up after you're in there all day. Like you did 21 loads. How long were you in the plane without getting? I mean, other than going to the bathroom without getting out. Eight hours. Eight hours. Well, including the three that I did with you, so 24 yeah. loads. I was in the plane for I think eight hours. Yeah. Eight eight straight hours. How the how the butt feel? After Maybe a eight? little more than eight. Actually, it wasn't bad. Like those seats nice. are comfortable. The only thing that started bothering me were my knees yeah. kind of being like that position. And I would try and like stretch them out. And when I went to use the, when I would go use a the restroom, then I'd kind of like move my knees around and <laughs> stretch out. But my, uh, my back felt fine and my butt felt fine. So it's actually a comfortable seat for me. I don't know. How do you feel when you're. Actually, it. the caravan's a lot more comfortable than the otter. Yeah. That otter seat doesn't look like. I don't know, is it being in that for eight hours over the caravan? We, yeah. We've got some good ones, and then we got some bad ones. Yeah. And JP, one of our other pilots, yep. he always has a seat cushion underneath. So he'll lower the seat down, put the seat cushion in, so that it goes up to the regular height. Yeah. But you did eight hours. Wait till you start doing 10, 12 I know, hours. Man. I'm like, holy crap. And the only time you get out is to go to the bathroom and yeah. then back in. I know. Yeah, I'm kind of dreading it a little. <laughs> the The corporate pilots they don't do that. They I know. fly for two hours and then sit in an FBI. I know. I was for, just thinking on a couch recliner. Yeah, big screen TV. I was just thinking uh, after I got done flying on Sunday, I was like, man, not many people sit in an airplane that long. No, you know? it's not. It's not real normal. You know, and and, and it's hardcore flying. Yeah, I mean, it is. You take off. You climbed altitude as fast as you can go. Yeah. And then only pause long enough to yell at the people in the back to get out because you got to go down and you got to do, do your descent as fast as you can. Yeah. Get on the ground and then yell at them to get on the airplane because you got to take off yeah. and go up again. It's okay. I'm just kidding about the yelling. <laughs> Actually, the yelling just happens in our head <laughs> most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> Except when they're taking what. Oh, yeah. How long? Get out of the plane. That's a good one to talk about. Yeah. Oh, they do take a while. I mean, me, if I'm doing a tandem, I'm going to go out right after the, the next tandem goes out. Yeah. Um, I'm not gonna, I mean, a lot of them will wait, like, even if it's ground speed super slow, like 15 seconds. And I don't know. I can, I can see the person in free fall, the yeah. tandem in front of me, and I'll watch them pull. I'll pull, you know, and I don't know, but... I'm not going to tell anyone how I don't want to give any wrong advice or not, whatnot. Cause there's a lot of new instructors out there always going in and out of space lane. And yeah. I don't want to give the wrong information, but yeah, it, it's safer. It's safer not to say anything. Yeah. Because the, you would, and, and even I, you know, I come from a school of the more efficient you can be, the yeah. faster stuff goes, the more loads we can make, yeah. the more money we can make. Right. And I started getting into the, why are you taking so long to get out? Mm-hmm. And all I have to do is do that one time, have someone get some free fall drift on top of somebody else, they go through the canopy, yeah. and then what kind of dick am I? Yeah. So that's why I've stopped. Yeah. And it's, really it's different being because... Being aggressive about yeah. it. Yeah. There's, there's operations I've worked at where it's like you have to have at least a thousand tandem skydives to work at, you know? And yeah. Those are more efficient because they're everyone's a lot more experienced there that you're working with those same people all the time. But 
with Spaceland. And it's a great thing about Spaceland is it's a, it's a training center, not just for getting your license, for getting your instructor ratings as well. So there's new instructors all the time. There's new A-licensed skydivers. So that's and, why it's like, and we've got the rating center that's, yeah. that's there doing classes. All, oh, I'm sorry. And this show is being sponsored by the Rating Center. <laughs> Actually, that we, was the sponsor for this show. Oh, nice. We, 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 we're not getting any money off of it, but yeah. we are using all of his equipment. Actually, the Rating Center bought all of this equipment. So they did? 100%, nice. yes. This is Gravity Labs didn't pay for this? No. The Gra- Gravity Lab Radio is sponsored by a few people. We have support in various ways, some financially and some in other ways. Yeah. The Rating Center pays for all of our equipment. Nice. Um, I have also had uh, jumpers come here to learn at Spaceland as students who've heard from our show. And then I've also had people come work with us as candidates to work with the rating center. So, I mean, it's legitimately as much of a tax write-off as it legally can be. The yeah. great news is, is I wanted to do this. Uh-huh. So I get to write off something I really want to fucking do. <laughs> yeah. That's that's funny. Go. We developed the passion from skydiving to become pilot. Yeah. He got his passion from skydiving to be an instructor, examiner, uh, promoter, uh, and he's awesome at it. Yeah. I, thank you, DJ. DJ's you're, taught me a lot. You're, you're the man. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm he's, like, he's on the phone. Keep doing your thing. Keep he's, doing your he's, thing. He's yeah. on the phone. <laughs> I'm helping somebody with some currency issues. I'm actually okay. being an examiner right now. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> How you feeling, man? Good. Yeah? Um. Oh, by the way, just because Rabbit said he want he didn't say he wanted to know, but it's been just over an hour, just so you know, because yep. I know your time frame you're looking for. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's what I was just looking at yeah. and going, well, we're, we've covered some pretty good yeah, distance here. We yeah. did. <laughs> I was going to uh, go get some sushi with some friends, and you're uh, definitely invited if you want to. We're going to go to Sakura. Ooh, that sounds like fun. Yeah. Hey, let's wrap this up, and uh, let's go have some sushi. What do you say? All right. Sounds like a plan. So uh, before you guys wrap this up, I do want to throw one thing out there. Uh, We did go to two shows a a month, every other week, and about once a month, we're going to fill in that gap with, uh, what are you calling this? Uh, It's down the rabbit hole. Awesome. So guys, And rabbit, two Bs, two Ts. For sure, guys. Check it out. We're going to uh, plug this in. It's just a little extension to Gravity Lab Radio. Uh, We'll title them the episodes down the rabbit hole with a number in the back instead. Easily found. Uh, Look for more of these. In the future. I love it. Thank you, DJ. Appreciate all your help. You're welcome, fellas. Get out of my house. We're out. <laughs>